At approximately 8 p.m., the chef came out, visibly upset and sweating. There's a fire in the kitchen, he told Bob. Unfazed and not wanting to cause alarm, Bob casually replied, There's always a fire in the kitchen. Go put it out. After the first show went off, I went to the kitchen to see if we could order a couple of hamburgers, said Lavello. I was surprised to see that there was a grease fire already going up the hood. The chef ran back out less than 30 minutes later to find Bob. There's a big fire in the kitchen. I could tell it was a blaze, said Lavello of the fire. I ran out and told the girls to get to the dressing room as quickly as possible and throw everything out the dressing room window. Fearing the fire could rapidly become worse, he knew it was time for everybody to start making an exit from the club. Needless to say, I told the band not to ask questions, get the bandstand, and pack up now. As I put the lather on my face, said Larson, the drummer, Joe Veronese, pounded at my door, yelling that the club was on fire. I grabbed a shirt, wiping shaving cream as I ran. Larson would continue to describe what appeared to be an otherwise normal night at any other club or casino. The other group was in the middle of their first show. People were drinking and gambling, he said. The fire spread rapidly in the kitchen, unbeknownst to the customers in the casino. Suddenly, a large bubble appeared in the paint of the ceiling above the middle of the casino, recalled Larson. It was as if someone were inflating a balloon. It grew to about five feet across. Soon, the paint bubble reached its maximum capacity and, as if it had been stuck by a pin, it returned to its proper place. An eerie, smoky sigh emerged and echoed throughout the casino and accompanied the band who was still playing on stage. Veronese and Larson ran to the dressing room. Kenny Larson continued to describe the frenzy to me. The building was concrete block construction with windows that had cranks to open and close. We opened two of them and started passing instruments, cases, and costumes out the window to another band member who stacked them up by the pool area. After we had removed everything, we went back into the casino and told our dates to leave the casino. In spite of everything, the other band played on. Kenny went up to the stage and subtly told one of the band members what was happening in the casino. About that time, someone from the pit came up to ask them to announce that the customers were to calmly exit to the parking lot. Joe Veronese remembered a representative from the El Rey Club asking, Could you give us a hand clearing the place? We've got a little bit of a kitchen fire, which proved to be an understatement. We started to ask people to leave. We all headed in different directions toward different tables, said Veronese. According to the Las Vegas Sun, Joe Speranza was the first to notice the fire and the first from the El Rey Club to begin leading the guests outside. Judge Dillon is credited with sounding the fire alarm. Pit bosses were gathering up the money and asking the folks to leave the casino, recalled Lavello. Kenny Larson confirmed security then came up to the stage and herded everyone out the front door. Tony Lavello remembered, it was very orderly as they filed out. As orderly as it was, not all of the customers were happy about their situation. I'll never forget the look on one guy's face, said Veronese. He had just handed the dealer a hundred, and the guy dropped it when we told them he had to leave. Veronese continued, laughing. The dealer handed him some chips, and he took off. Flames from the brick and wood building soared high over the small desert community, wrote the Review Journal of the Blaze. From as far away as the Railroad Pass Casino, located just outside of Henderson, Nevada, smoke and flames were seen by Ethel and Buddy Martello, who were driving in from Las Vegas to start their nighttime shift. We saw the smoke and we just knew it was the El Rey, recalled Ethel. The couple increased their speed and hoped to arrive in time to put out the blaze. Kenny Larson described the scene outside. The fire spread to more than half the roof area. Joe Veronese recalled, 
Just about the time we got everybody outside, we looked back and the whole roof was in flames. Just across the street there was a gas station. We were standing out in front of it, said Veronese. The Tony Lavello drummer noticed there were no flames emanating from the back of the El Rey. I told Kenny the back part's not burning. I ought to go back, bust that window, and get our stuff. Against everyone's better judgment, Larson and Veronese went to the back of the casino and noticed the back window was open. Joe Veronese crawled through the open window and began to shove equipment outside to Kenny. After successfully moving the equipment and clothing out of harm's way, the realization something had been left behind fell over them. A string bass and an amplifier were still inside the building. Veronese remembered Art, the bass player, asking if they could retrieve his string bass. According to Larson, Joe climbed through the window into the pitch-black dressing room and opened the door to the stage. That's when the lights went out.